0: Hey, Wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 520 of the JV Club with my boy of summer, Kyle Canane. Boy, Kyle, I know you're never going to listen to this, but if for some reason you do, please allow me to apologize for not giving you the opportunity to sing part of Boys of Summer. Uh, I absolutely spaced on that and wonderful listeners if you were hoping to hear his rendition of that song you will not hear it but uh i am so happy to have had kyle on um he's so funny and great and uh and i've you know we've been in the same circles together for years so uh please enjoy this episode it is awesome and i hope everybody's doing okay talk to you next week last time you feel like you could genuinely say you felt top notch about your life and was it any time within i'll even isolate it a little bit more has any time in the last four years have you was there a moment where you could have said you felt top notch about your life or just wow. the world
1: well never the world yeah as far as myself personally i not top not i mean i have uh false false notches <laughs> you know false like you know there's there's that there i it's everybody's trying to recapture that one moment where like you're 18 and you just had four beers and uh-huh. one one hit a crappy weed and some song was the best song you ever heard and you're like you had that moment was the best feeling you ever had in your life yeah. and you're like I've been trying to get that back and uh i don't think i'm ever coming close again
0: Uh-huh. but you know
1: i t- top notch no but i've been all right i haven't yeah. been i think i think the world's been a lot crueler to most everybody else so i'd try to be grateful for that i feel
0: like fair enough right. fair enough i think that's i think for me that's still wrapped up in like um you know, just the, the just the amazing ability to stop yourself from feeling grateful because I have this sort of impending sent like like that. There's some that the, there's a voice in me that's now been conditioned to go. ooh, Hold up, before you feel grateful about this moment, please remember we're killing the planet. Like there, there it's, there's that sort of like feeling like I'm being yanked at. Like yep yank. Like don't. Don't let yourself go to that place, which isn't good for anyone. Like that's not going to propel me forward towards anything but nihilism or just like
1: a <laughs> sense of despair.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like, what, you have to be able to feel top notch. Like you, you got to. Or what's the point?
1: I well, yeah. It's, I, I don't trust anybody that has. I people with like it, it just doesn't seem like a time where somebody like people that be, just believe in themselves. I'm like, poof, uh-huh.
0: sociopath.
1: <laughs> like I don't. I just can't. Trust anybody that even if it's sincere, and they're just like, no, you know what? I did a lot of work, and I like who I am. Like, well, ah, uh, you're not connected. Uh, you don't, <laughs> Something. Stinks. You're supposed. Yes, yeah, you're supposed to lay awake and uh, just go over lists of uh, past regrets,
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
1: or how you've been done wrong, and then uh, jealousy and anger. Like those are the only yeah. two ways to fall asleep. Yeah. Four hours after you've gone to bed, right? Oh, Who's God. just laying, I... putting their head to a pillow, and falling asleep.
0: I really had one of those last night. I had the like I enjoy uh I enjoy this like a nice THC CBD CBN gummy qualit like this mm-hmm. will make me feel sleepy. This will create some kind of like great fun dreams. Um I'm going to lean into this and then for some reason I had just enough of like a cortisol bump right as I was falling asleep where you oh. I had that like falling asleep on a plane feeling where I was like huh like I was about to fall asleep, that can't be good. It's like no, that's exactly why you took that to do that. And then I was just awake for hours, like fighting against the feeling of peace I was supposed to have. Like I need to panic about stuff. What am I doing? Why am I, That's what I need.
1: I was gonna say. I wonder if I was like full moon crazies because I did the same <gasps> thing. I took t- I took weed. I took a weed. I can't do it during the day. I take it at night. Same. We watched, uh, me and the missus decided to watch my big fat Greek wedding. No, huh we mov- Movies good. that we just, oh, movies we haven't uh, ever seen that people talked about. Yeah. it's It was what it was, you know? Yeah. I've and, By uh, the way,
0: I've never and, seen it. I just assumed it fell into the feel good category of like, this isn't going to require too much of you, I th- but maybe it required, I, maybe it should have required more.
1: It's 2002. I think it was like, you know what? 9-11 happened. Give them this thing. Give them yeah. the fun Give them the fun Greeks with the fat Great. weddings.
0: Great. Set, Great. set in
1: Chicago. Very. Well, some of this stuff rang true. I was like, oh, I, I understand. I grew up with a lot of Greek kids. but I, So I did the same thing. I'm laying in bed. All of a sudden I'm having like sensory uh, hallucinations or something. Like something touched me. Yeah. Somebody somebody's opening the window. It's like none of that's happening. Oh
0: my God. I'm I'm so shadows on
1: the ceiling. I'm like, something's going I think it was full moon crazies.
0: Oh my God. I'm so glad I brought this up because it makes me feel I'm I've said this before one of the reasons I like doing this podcast like there was a time at which I felt like it was important for me to be like crazy in my own special way and like that somehow authenticated my genius or something as a as a very young person and every step I get towards old age I am so heartened and relieved by the sense of community that comes from like being like oh you Oh, that happened to you, too? Oh, man, that's great news. God, that's great news. I love that our brains did the same thing. I don't need to, like, have something happen to me that doesn't happen to someone else. I'm really okay with it.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I'm not, like, a full moon brings out the nuts kind of guy, but maybe there's a little something. Might have been. It was
0: looking real plump out there yesterday. It
1: was looking looking real plump out there. It was my
0: big, fat full moon is basically what happened. It was yeah. I My like I like plump,
1: plump as a as a meteorologist term. Uh huh. It's looking <laughs> it's just... looking real plump out there tonight.
0: What? <laughs> lot of clouds, folks. <laughs> Ch- Want to grab that umbrella? A lot of plump clouds. Lot chubby of chubby clouds plump, tonight. Chubby yeah, clouds. Are we
1: saying that? We calling them that? Okay.
0: I'm good with it. There's something friendly yeah. about it that I'm okay with. Yeah. Uh, So you just mentioned growing, you grew up in the Chicago area. Did you grow up in, or did you, and you grew up with a lot of Greek kids. uh, Where, When we say Chicago area, I think um, my family is from Chicago. I am not. They moved out of that area before I was born. But uh, I feel like I've come to know strongly how disparate the Chicago area truly is. So where
1: were you? Yeah, I always tell people I'm from the part where the tornadoes start. So, oh, about twenty good. miles about twenty miles west got it you could you could see my house landing at o'Hare that's where that's where I live
0: got it, got it all right, okay yeah,
1: yeah. one one town over lombard has got all the tornadoes. Addison didn't get the tornadoes, but it'd be we'd see the Damn. we'd see the green sky, we'd see all the debris flag all the all the tornado red flags.
0: no, thank you,
1: and then the town over like ah it took out. That's what you get for having a barn in the suburbs. Still, who's still having a barn?
0: That's you live right. Next
1: to, you live next to a Target. You don't get to have a barn anymore. That's
0: right. That's right. Are the barns being used for anything other than this was once a barn and now has X Y Z stored in it?
1: Yeah, is either is either falling down or a wedding venue. I think is what most barns. Are that sounds right. These days, yeah, if they're close enough to a city center, it's a wedding venue.
0: That sounds right. Did you so I grew up in Arizona where like the thing I was afraid of was definitely being struck by lightning because that is that is uh the monsoons are like Ooh. pretty intense, but tornadoes yes. remain a uh, utter mystery to me. They seem like um weird sentient monsters. Um like I couldn't I'm less I'm more afraid of them than I that I need to be and uh I I'm. I've never experienced one, so it's. I think it's more the unknown because earthquakes absolutely suck. But now I've like had. I've been in a couple, so I know what that feels like. But tornado still feels like I don't know. Like maybe maybe it sweeps you up into the sky and like you're just diced into a million pieces by like shrapnel and cows. I don't know.
1: It's. It is the. Uh, like I said, I've never been in one. We just you know you'd hear the sirens go off and you'd get in a basement and yeah. It was just. I just. As a kid, like a distinct memory of being outside, like we love thunderstorms. We love those. Yes, I do love.
0: Those, yeah, those uh, rules. Despite being a little worried that maybe I'll get struck by lightning one day, because the many light- houses I've been in have been struck by lightning, you're like, oh, this is this is a, definitely a thing.
1: Your house has been struck by lightning more. Yeah. than
0: Yeah, yeah. My parent, my grandparents' house in Prescott, their um, antenna was struck. was struck two different times. My mom's. Um, condo in tucson lightning hit the brick wall like six feet away from her little back uh window and knocked a chunk of wall off onto the ground (laughs) all right you were you Um, were around for these times i was there for the two lightning strikes in prescott arizona and then i was not there for the the tucson wall crumble incident
1: I mean, I'm I'm never one to say you might want to get right with Jesus if that's what's going on in your life. Well
0: I know. Maybe you Someone's got a reason to lay to awake me. at night.
1: Yeah, maybe you got something to lay awake and worry about. <laughs> exactly. Twice, twice. There's a whole saying about lightning not doing that, and yeah, then it happened to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I would say that I inherited that fear from my mom because, like, when when my, my mom passed away in um 2021, uh, thanks COVID, um, and one of the things that I found, I'm an only child and she never remarried, and one of the things that I found in, like, the various things of hers that I'd sort of been collecting over time because she also had dementia so there was like sort of early onset Mm -hmm. dementia so there was a lot of like i'll take you know what i'm gonna take this box that has documents in it i don't know what's in it but mom i'm gonna go ahead and store this for you like just sort of safekeeping that stuff um but i found this sheet of paper that she had just taken the time to write the amount of like lightning strikes that she had been nearby and um it was cuz she was there for both <laughs> the two the Prescott ones and i was like oh i like because when you're a kid you just take things for granted so i was like oh yeah my mom's terrified of lightning like that's that's just a thing that she has she takes off all of her jewelry all of her metal jewelry when there's a when there's monsoons she turns off like the air conditioning and it's stiflingly hot in you know during a monsoon in the summer turns that off unplugs appliances goes and gets and i'm sorry mom if you're still around in some shape way shape or form i hope this helps someone and that's why i'm bringing it up uh but and then with like Find a place away from as many windows as possible, and would just sort of pull yeah. up because we don't have basements or anything. And you know, yeah, Arizona. that
1: was the the tornado move to yeah. the bathroom,
0: and 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 so she would sort of do all of that. And at the time, I I think I like kind of liked being the brave one, you know, like because she yeah. was more afraid of it. I was like, hey mom, even though I'm a kid, like it's okay. Like, hey, let me provide comfort and like i'll come in and like we'll read a story together and make this fun or whatever um and yeah. then reading that document and being now a person more in touch with my own mortality i'm like shit yeah <laughs> like fair enough mom
1: fair enough <laughs> yeah if it's already been twice or three <laughs> times in your life yeah. you're like all right it's kind of out to get i like when you were saying she took her rings off i thought I'm like oh she gonna fight this <laughs> <laughs> she, she straight that up. That would have been such an empowering
0: feeling if she could have thought of it that way. Somebody
1: hold hold my heels. I'm gonna get out there and fuck up this lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is how I'm far. going to like,
0: think of it from now on because there's something yeah, yeah. very empowering and satisfying about <laughs> even retconning that that history is very yeah. satisfying.
1: Just just getting the jewelry off, ready to scrap. Heck
0: yeah, scrap Heck with yeah. God,
1: God's electricity. <laughs>
0: Were you afraid? Were did you have like fears of stuff like tornadoes when you were a kid? Like was that stuff kind of implanted I, in you, or I, were you I mean, a brave if, if, kid, or just a stupid kid who didn't know to be brave or scared?
1: Scared, probably scared. If I'm being honest with myself, I think I uh, uh more like existential fears. Whatever, sure. <clears throat> you know. I'm not gonna lay claim to the the actual diagnosis of like OCD or this or that, but. I mean it might, I think this is the first time I've had thumbnails in twenty five years. So yeah. we could put it that we could put it that yeah. way. Yeah, if, uh, that speaks to <laughs> me. Nerves manifested certain ways. I was always like, I was one of these guys. I just bit my nail on this day. I was biting my nails. I, I but I'm pretty good about it now. They're all there. I got cuticles and everything now. That's something uh, to celebrate. But yeah, I was uh I think just nervous kid. But not not about those things. Not about more about like, oh, doing things in odd numbers versus e- even numbers. <clears throat> <Okay. clears throat> that was.
0: So you're not self-diagnosing, but that is, I mean, that's, no, that's but, but pretty if, specific.
1: Yeah. If I had to like step three times in a sidewalk block instead of two or four, lightning may as well have hit me because that was the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that I would interesting? Just,
1: I, yeah. I would just control. I wouldn't panic if it didn't. I would so easily switch it off if it didn't work out like the mm-hmm. numbers thing. Hmm. But in the moment of it, I had to do it. And I would have, yeah. like, I used to say, like, nervous tics and all that kind of stuff.
0: Which is interesting because, uh, like, I mean, taking taking content out of your stand-up for a second and just thinking about, like, my – because I've known you, been a fan of you for many, many years. And you um, – you're so chill. Like, it, again, taking any content aside, like – you're like, I have very <laughs> persona <laughs> braided together on a loom of intelligence. <laughs> this is who I want you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 interesting because we don't know each other personally, but I know that my energy is just generally way more nervous seeming than yours. So it's it's again, that's like comforting in a way to be reminded that like the way someone carries themselves or like the speed at which someone speaks is not necessarily like the way that you can tell what function someone's operating on and and anxiety or just like, you know, yeah, I I don't
1: know where any of it came from. I don't know where any of it has manifested itself into. I think weirdly enough, I think I was the desperate for attention person and then, okay, so that drives you to stand up. And now that stand up is what it is. I don't want the attention anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like even, yeah. A, even after shows, I kinda I don't really manage crowds well now. Yeah. Be, not being the center of attention, I don't manage that well. Wouldn't that, it that's kinda what I wanted growing up? It's like, oh, okay, all right. We hadn't calculated the outcomes of some of these
0: things. Well, sure. But and also stand up is this is an opportunity to I mean, now I'm just, now I'm really going into a, like, am I going to charge you $250 after this that you <laughs> absolutely dope. should not pay? Um, but, like, that's a very, that's a, that's a you in control of the kind of attention and, like, the level of engagement is like Mm -hmm. like like which isn't to say that it's all one directional like stand up I mean I don't do stand up but even just improv is is very much about being in that live space and very much about like the relationship that's happening and the flow that you get into with an audience Mm -hmm. but it isn't Someone getting up on stage with you and being like, I just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan of what you do. I have a couple of quick, quick questions. Um, First off, have you ever thought about like, that's a very different kind of attention than you being like, hey, guys, I'm in charge. Like, I'm the teacher in this classroom in some kind of sense. Um, And like, it's a give and take, but it's not like a it's not a 50 50. Like I, I respond to you and we have that sort of like that kind of exchange. Do you know what I mean? and do
1: you agree? Yeah. I no, I I agree and it's because I mean I'm not of any sort of celebrity status but when it's people treat you differently whether like you're less than or more than that person it's just oh, oh this isn't an interaction I know how to manage. Yeah. You know, so if I get treated like I'm less than which I constantly walk through the world feeling that way, I feel mm. like I feel I'm, I feel constantly slighted. I get in moods where I'm con- like, like, "That's where I got to do the work." I'm like, "Everybody's just having their day. It's not personal." Somebody didn't say, "Oh, that's Kyle. Let's cut him off in traffic." They were just they were doing their own thing. Let's not take everything. Per- I'm trying better with that. Well, I'm trying to try to be better with that.
0: Trying to try which means,
1: something. W- which means I'm saying that I'm trying to be better. <laughs> but am I really trying just yet? No, but I'm saying it. So isn't there something about manifestation or that uh-huh. kind of bullshit? You put it in the world and then maybe it'll happen? So that's what I'm doing with that there one. There you go. By I, announcing yeah. it without taking any other steps towards self-improvement. I'm announcing that uh-huh. I would like to be better.
0: First step. Uh, first if yeah. only step. First step. Acknowledging
1: <laughs> it. Acknowledging it. Acknowledging yeah. it. And then if if it's after a show... And then people are talking. It's like, it's not a conversation. They're talking at you. And, you know, it's comedy shows. People might add a few drinks or something. Or maybe somebody didn't. Somebody over here is talking about like, oh, comedy got me through a rough time. You know, i was like, oh, you know, you want to give that person the time of day. But then yeah. drunk person's just coming out of left field. Like, hey, we're going to do some shots. I'm like, well, you still came to the show. And I'm still grateful for them. But I'm trying to talk to this person. Yeah. Because I'll get some you know more introverted types and stuff that come to the shows that you know maybe it's difficult for them to have that moment and i want to give them the time of the day because i'm like yeah. i know what it's like to be there yeah. but i also know what it's like to be the drunk guy who just is like loud and being fun too yeah in an ideal world everybody in the audience should be friends buy single tickets to comedy shows everybody there you go, <laughs> you can, there you go. they might sit you at a table with other people that bought single tickets and you could just make some friends
0: Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. All right, class. Tomorrow's exam will cover the science of cosmic rays, the morals of art forgery, and whether or not fish can drown. Any questions? Yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast, Let's Learn Everything.
1: Where we learn about science and a bit of everything else.
0: My name's Tom, I studied cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my masters in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella, I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously, I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> obviously not. No. It's a podcast. <laughs> Everything you're describing is, is, I also don't, I'm not, I'm not good after shows. Uh, I, that's not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not flourishing. That feels like, no, no, we're done now. <laughs> Like, my energy goes, like, the second the show is over, like, that's where it all went. And now I'm, because I am an introvert, and I just want to go like recharge and some people like keep it going and keep the energy going and like they they do kind of feed off of that and it is part of the whole experience mm-hmm. but I don't do that to other people after show even if I see someone after show I always assume someone has that same temperament as I do and I fucking get out of there so fast and then I text them, great show buddy I was there and then like yeah that's, yeah like to me that's a favor and then you'll get the text back that's like dude what why don't you come backstage like we're all hanging out da 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 I'm like, like oh yeah. you're a hangout nah. backstage person like I'm not great at that not that's my different speed, we're but different good
1: show it's weird because i was the other way i think stand up has turned me into an introvert like now my main export in life is comedy and live speaking and everything so now the downtime is keeping myself whereas before it's always like where's the party what are we doing tonight where are we going I gotta be the loudest one I gotta be the one who's most fun everybody's (laughs) listening to and now I got that it's like okay we gotta dial it back in the personal life were you that way growing up were you kind of like extroverted and like I'm going to be in showbiz.
0: That's a good question. Um, I kind of feel like on some level I've always been like this. But I was also – but I was, like, a little performer. But I was also an only child mm. with, like, a mostly single dad. So I just spent so much time by myself, and that's, like, what I understood. Oh. And so I okay. think I think I hermited up. Like, did you come – when you say that you craved attention and stuff, do you come from a big family? Like, how did that express itself? Like, when you were no. a teenager, were you, like – Class clown. What were what were you like? Yeah, I don't
1: even think it was craved attention. I think it was just, well, my strength was being funny. Like that was, I was little. Like I, I was not going to be, sports wasn't going to be it. Right. I was smart, but gifted smart, which meant as soon as I had to apply myself, I tanked it. Yeah. So that was like not, I wasn't going to get a career. But as a kid, I was like, "Oh yeah, I was I was little, and if I if I made people laugh, I was small enough where the bullies saw it was like a fish you'd have to throw back." Yeah. And it was trying to be that's like, "Well, I'm, I'm trying. I'll try to make everybody laugh in spite of this guy, not making fun of him because that's how you get your ass kicked." Right. But be like, "Come on, look at buddy. We're all having a laugh. What are you so upset about?"
0: Yeah. And
1: so it was like this defense mechanism. Which still got me punched in the face a couple times, which is pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild for a defense mechanism, uh-huh. uh, but but so I think it came from that, and then you know it's like anything. Oh, you got to laugh, okay? You try a little more. You try a little more. Now it's in class. I'm like, that's a built-in audience. Sure. With that, and then I was like playing music, and like late in high school, and late teens early 20s and that was fun too because it was it was a party scene and i was hanging out with friends and going to shows all the time and i was still i get drunk and i'm i'm the loudest craziest one but i was loud crazy one among amongst a bunch of loud crazy people right that then i channeled it into stand-up and stand-up had to be more organized like oh you can't just be a mess i was for many many years i'm sure i'm a good 15 years behind where i could be in my career if I didn't take 15 years and be like, well, I'm in a bar waiting to go up. I guess I'll have some drinks. But, sure. But I think it once it corralled into that, and you saw what it was like. Like once everybody's like, oh, you're doing comedy. Like, oh, I didn't want to be the loud. I didn't want to be the comedian that's at the party that's loud and obnoxious. I get I, that. It it overlapped, but eventually I'm like, oh yeah, just come to the show. I don't want to be the I like you see the version of yourself that you used to be in life and you're like oh that guy sucks Uh i was i was that guy for so long projection i believe it's called projecting Uh, be like oh this guy doesn't know how to turn it off i'm like yep that was said about me for a long time so always always
0: on always on yeah, I like um, the in, the music thing is interesting too cuz uh, it strikes me this feels like the first time I thought it. I'm sure it's not and and I will be reminded by someone like you asshole, you you always thought this about music. But like performing music is an interesting in between because to me like when I when I was in a band, I did like to hang out before and after because the performing part there's still like a barrier. Between, like, whatever you're doing, especially if you're playing an instrument and not singing, but, like, if you're, even if you're singing, there's still some sense of, like, it doesn't feel social the same way The Hang does. Whereas, for some reason for me, performing, like, comedy, that feels like it fulfills the hanging out at a party thing, even if it's just me projecting to other people but music for some reason still felt like yeah and then of course we'll hang out afterwards because it's not like we were hanging out when I was performing music that was the music do you know what I mean
1: yeah it's it's still even stand up even if it's unidirectional is still social because yeah. you can't you can't do it without people being there yeah M- music I think is you can rehearse by yourself or just in a practice space with your band and so it's still like, oh, all my friends are going to be there, and it's going to be exciting, and yeah, and it's still, it's still not, it's still not social.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Whereas where the st- yeah, stand up is still, even though that's like their la, the laughing part is the social, like, yeah, I'm doing this. This is my personality right now. It's not <clears throat> my talent of being a singer or being a songwriter or playing this instrument. It's like, no, this is my personality
0: yes that's exactly on display and yeah. so it's
1: like you're it's you want people but you're also holding yourself i mean the stand-up i like is somebody holding themselves up for judgment like this yeah, is my same. this is me as a person yeah going all right i uh-huh. i want you to laugh but also you're just free to judge who uh-huh. i am <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it's yeah. like a, it's much more of like a, a trial than it is <laughs>
0: <Like> a, <laughs>
1: a night of a entertainment funny
0: trial <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Gl- I'm glad you're laughing. But do you do you think I'm okay? Do you I like love me? I- that.
0: I love that. I love that. It's a trial. I really, really love that. A funny trial. Um, what w- were you playing music in high school? Like, was that? Part I of was your messing. Around. I
1: was never. I was never good. I was. I was playing like punk rock bands and stuff. But it was like I just. I just had fun because it was my friends. Yeah. It was like my friends that were like. I tried to play in other bands and I was like, oh, I don't know music like that. Uh-huh. This,
0: the, <laughs> oh this is what you this, guys are doing oh shit
1: this, this one's in the key of d i'm like all right you need to stand behind me <laughs> point to where on the fretboard which one of these dots i have to play yeah
0: punk on. rock uh
1: but it was fun i mean we we had a real great time playing shows and and, and being like it was a band with my friends so practice was fun yeah and uh and then we played with Uh, people that I'm still friends with now that were in bands and that was a big night like oh we're playing with three of our friends bands then all our friends are coming and then their friends would come and then everybody spread like we just we amassed this that's I mean that's what a scene is you amass this scene whereas stand up was just so individual and I didn't grow up nobody I always wanted my friends to do stand up with me I think everybody I was going off on somebody else about this this kind of how uh, it feels very bloated how much stand up is out there right now and hmm. like every every person on earth i think has three friends that are funnier than 98% of any stand up
0: oh, comedy.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> like if you really thought about it like oh stand up's fun but think about the best laugh you ever had in your life was it watching stand up or was it with your buddies you know with your friends that you know that yeah. that have no desire to they don't need the attention or anything but yeah. but it was so it was very isolating like i made i eventually went to stand up made friends but none of my band friends or friends i grew up with they would come to shows occasionally but they didn't want to like participate in it like music was just especially the punk rock thing was like oh that's all it takes well then we're gonna start a band i'm like you should well, we're gonna start a band you should start everybody should start a band i love it
0: is this, how yeah. does like if okay so you you said when you say like You were smaller, or that you know it wasn't going to be sports, and that making people laugh was a good defense mechanism. How does that factor into like a love life in high school? Like, are you like getting girls to like you because you're fun? Okay, (laughs) got it, got it, got it. Didn't know if maybe the punk rock uh, dabbling uh, attracted something, or no, it really,
1: it just anybody that was in a relationship, with the exception of like a couple. Relationships that were like long, like high school sweethearts, and they were both, they would both hang out with everybody. It just seemed like nobody ever seemed happy being like,
0: yeah, fair in a
1: relationship. It's like, well, cool, we're all gonna have the best time of our lives this weekend <laughs> again, just like we did last weekend, and we're gonna do it again <laughs> next weekend. And you're gonna sit there and be unhappy at a party because you're in a relationship at 19 and neither yeah. of you are mature enough to understand emotions,
0: yes, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, and also maybe looking back on it is because you're part of this group of incredibly immature slobs (laughs) (laughs) and she's trying to better you and make you an adult. Uh Uh, Our grandfathers at our age were at uh, fighting a war (laughs) Uh and uh, we're, we're falling off roofs (gasps) full of malt liquor. (laughs) So so maybe that's also why.
0: (laughs) So do you have crushes on people? Are you like, are you like, yeah, that's, Sure, I like her, uh, but like I'm not going to say anything. Like how does that work? It was, play
1: out? I, you know, I, I dated here and there and it was it just wasn't I I it's one of those looking back I was not anywhere put together to be in a relationship that would have been successful or Long Which lasting. again,
0: no, no. You do a long-lasting high school relationship. That to me, that's such. That feels like a, a oxymoron somehow. Are even? A, yeah. Even it, in but.
1: college, even even early twenties. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. You gonna, you gonna get married?
0: Uh-huh. 20,
1: 23. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm still. I still just I, just, I gotten to college for seven and a half years. I wasn't jumping into marriage anytime <laughs> soon.
0: Understood. Understood. Yeah. When did you so when did you start trying uh stand up? Like how old were you when you're like, I guess I'm going to give this a whirl? I was 22.
1: I okay. started I started in 1999. I started in the last century.
0: Yeah. From, How's that feel?
1: <laughs> previous
0: century.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about late late in the last century is when I
0: started <laughs> That you can say turn of the century. You can actually say like, oh, yeah, some of I my started. some of my turn of the century comedy
1: was a little more I started in the nineteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> that's an amazing, that's amazing. Per,
1: per, perform on the back of a wagon and, uh-huh.
0: and
1: horses would pull you into the town square. Sure. Just had an sure. old tin cone I'd shout through.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah.
0: Time of the century. And when you when you started, were you like do you feel were, you, were did you feel like, oh, this I found my voice? at this time we're like, I guess people feel like they're always finding their voice, but do you look back and go like, Oh, I was trying to be blank. Like I loved Bobcat and I was trying to sound like Bobcat or I loved, you know, <laughs> like, was there any of that happening?
1: I love now that, now that I like know Bobcat as a person and you just see uh, like him still reconciling with who he was in the eighties <laughs> <80s> and nineties. <90s, laughs> like, yeah, everybody just wants the voice. I don't want it to do an adult man who doesn't want to do the voice. Yeah. Um, no, I think for as loud and obnoxious as I was as a person, my stand up was all kinda of like one liners and I really gravitated towards Mitch Hedberg. Sure. Because I was like, oh, the it wasn't anti comedy, but it was like anti performance. Yep. It's like he reluctantly had to say the things that he wrote down. Uh-huh. And so that that was well said. that was that yeah, that was the the Kind of filtration process of like, well, if people were laugh at just the writing, then maybe it would be worth some salesmanship. But I never wanted to be all salesmanship. I never wanted to be all hat, no cattle with the yeah. with the comedy. It's like, okay, that, that maybe if the people laugh at the joke part, then I can sell it a little bit. Then, I, then we can dress it up, you know. Yes, we, we can plate it nice. Yes, yes, for the for the, for the diners. Yeah. Uh, so that was who I. Was emulating first off, but it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't as much of a voice. It's weird. I was just talking with somebody else about... You go from this you, supreme emulation when you start comedy is you're just... Whether it's style. you I mean, you don't rip off the material, but usually stylistically. Sure. If you're, if you're, if you're ca- cadence. And then you go into this moment, or at least I went into this moment, where was, depending on the shows that you're getting booked in. You're like, oh, you're getting... Booked in bars and this and that so you start doing these kind of like dirtier the, the jokes that are like oh i can't oh that's a shocking twist versus a genuine yes. laugh yes and you get into that era for a little while of like any any reactions means i'm doing good and it's like not really yeah you know people like oh geez that was a filthy joke you know so there's that era and then What's, everybody says it's eight years and stand up to find your voice. Somebody, mm. I think I think that's just what managers say to people. It's good. Well, you got eight years to find your voice, but then you—it's
0: not a sprint; it's a marathon.
1: Yeah, I every not this buzz phrase, but I do kind of understand what they meant by that. Which, which is almost a sickness in itself with stand up—is like, did you find your voice, or have you warped your view of the world so hmm. much that now? everything that goes into like the sausage maker like that's comedy like oh all of life goes in here to make comedy feelings yeah. whatever it's comedy oh my god absolutely traumas now it's comedy like what yep. about actually experiencing these things yeah and dealing with them and then you can browse like now everything goes through the comedy filter in life and then if it's Uh, scraps are getting buried in the yard here and there. Oh my God, Kyle, that's so well said. (laughs) No,
0: it's so well said. I mean, it's, you hear that a lot. Like my partner is uh, many things, but certainly like went to school in journalism and like was the editor of SF Weekly for a time. And like you, so you hear in, in the journalism world that the whole idea of like everything's a story and that there's this weird like removal that you make from reacting emotionally to things in the world because you've conditioned yourself to just see it as like there's something clinical about it like okay the story what's the story and like that can be very helpful because you can maybe sometimes be more objective about things in your own life that you would normally be subjective about because you you've had to sort of you conditioned yourself whether it's a must or not like you've conditioned yourself with this kind of like clinical objectivity um and so i think of it as being very journalistic to be like what yeah like every yeah. part of life that you experience boils down to whether or not you could write it up as a story and someone would want to read it but like that's so yeah. true of comedy that it's that it's fodder and that that that's that sometimes it's great because it does actually mean like it's a, a window into processing it and then other times it might mean like you skip an important step and it just becomes well this makes someone laugh
1: yeah it, i mean it depends on my mood that day but sometimes i'm 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 grateful because comedy of like an opinion comes out that i'm so sure of like i'm so pointed about something i'm like well let's find are we like that because of facts or because of how we feel and if it's how we feel why do we feel this way well let's look at the opposing viewpoint and see if that changes our feelings like all for comedy all for the fact Uh that if this is something i want to talk about on stage i should hopefully have at least a at least blind confidence or a well-rounded like i I, trust me i thought about both sides and i still feel this way yes and if it if it if it wasn't comedy, I don't know if I'd be analyzing or processing things the same way. I'm just I, I, it was basically like high school debate class. Yeah, it's just such a great way to forget what you care about a subject. Here's the subject, and this is the side that you're on. Yeah. So okay, I guess I got to research this. Yeah. A, but analyzing anything that way well this is the side that i'm on but for debates purposes let's understand what our uh opposing sides arguments might be and yeah. i think that just makes comedy more interesting is when i like self-doubt in comedy yes. i don't like i don't like confidence without acknowledging fault like yes i'm, I'm getting real chatty about it but somebody's like no, let me, no. tell, you how, let me yeah. tell you how the world works and it works like this i'm like yes you're a you're somebody who's been a comedian for 20 years you don't know how the world works except for how it works for you right
0: yes you know i have a people like an accidental little puddle of people just formed in my head when you said that i was like oh you mean like this person this person this person this person got it like for me that's that person. you know yeah
1: you mean the world works this way for you somebody who's been isolated yeah you know somebody's been isolated you either get paid for doing comedy or for making you know ad space on a podcast like what how how are you going to tell me how it works to be an immigrant or a farmer or a transgender person or any of these things you just know how the world works for you
0: 100 percent.
1: and i'd rather see a comedian go i don't know how the world works at all yes here's how i'm processing my little corner
0: of it yes yes this is why i that's more interesting to me that's I couldn't agree more, and uh, I feel like you've got a good. I mean, that's like I I really have always loved your comedy, and I feel like oh, that's uh, that's my that speaks to me hundred uh, percent. Oh. Same hundred. And I same. still
1: have some, and I still have some real wrong opinions that have been recorded in the past and stuff that I've spouted off without fact checking myself. And I look yeah. back at that, and I'm like, and that just makes me now go like, all right, maybe we do a little more. Do For little sure, more research before we start talking it, out our ass on the next special. It, it,
0: it's a little bit of a reckoning, and uh, and rest assured, you're just like, you're actually a few steps ahead of most younger people now, because now everyone can have that experience with mm-hmm. the internet, not just people who do stand-up for mm-hmm. a living. It can actually just be a kid who said a thing on YouTube 10 years oh, ago, and it still lives forever, and they're just like a person walking through life who felt like everything goes on the internet, so... You're ahead. You're ahead of it. You're ahead of it.
1: I wonder if it'll bounce back the other way with how much
0: we're
1: we're just looking at our phone like everything is for content. And I think there's got to be there's got to be a generation coming up that's values, privacy and maybe not solitude, but like genuine experiences for the experience itself, not for documenting it and sharing it. Like I think. I hope there's a return, like, I, I hope there's a shift in what's deemed as valuable to an individual, not yeah. just the, the most old person thing to say.
0: No, like, I know, but...
1: oh, it's all thumbs-ups and hurts for the kids. <laughs> I
0: know, I know. My, my biggest refrain of, like, a fear that is, like, a manageable fear that's not just about, like, you know, the utter destruction of everything or, like, people being hurt and harmed and sick, all, like, those are, like, high-stakes fears, but, like, mm-hmm. the fear I have of... I'm constantly, like, doubting, speaking of self-doubt, I constantly doubt whether or not what I might, the opinion I'm forming about some version of the world as it exists right now is, like, real and is, like, of course, of course there's something wrong with this. Of course there is. Mm. Like, it's not just because you're not a young child anymore. I'm so worried about being that person that's, like... That, 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 because that has that reaction. I'm so worried about being quote unquote close minded or being like, this is, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm saying this because I'm old, not because it's genuinely a problem. I wish that I, that I would love to have more confidence in that department. I'd <laughs> love to have more confidence. Either way, I'd love to have more confidence that I'm full of shit or have more confidence that like oh. this is true. I feel so in the weeds about that right now. I have, right all, now I have all
1: the confidence that I'm full of shit. <laughs> I would, also, me, what, what, a, what an easy, what a nice fire exit to run out of. Yes. We well, just just keep in mind, I don't know what I'm talking about. So
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> here's a lot of ideas. Are they it. wrong? I vote yeah. you
0: leave it. But I did if, say it.
1: If they're wrong, probably. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> deal with me. <laughs> yeah. I got no sta- I got no convictions. Yeah. I'll
0: change, I'll change my mind. Ah, it does sound good, though. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hey, let us guess. You love books, but wish you had more time to read. Or maybe you used to read a lot, but life has gotten in the way. Kids, grad school, you name it. Maybe you don't know where to start and bookish social media is overwhelming. How do people on TikTok read so many books? Oh my God, I don't know. Maybe you've been reading the same book for six months and now it's permanently attached to your bedside table. Maybe you don't even know what you like to read anymore. We're reading glasses, and don't worry, we got you. We'll get you back into reading and help you enjoy books again. Reading glasses every week on Maximum Fun. I got to do this MASH game with you. Uh, speaking of uh, do it. putting away childish things or keeping them alive and well in your hearts, um, I'm <laughs> going to give you some categories. You're going to give me three uh, choices from each category I give to you. And in the end, you will end up with one from each. And that will be your 100% guaranteed alternate universe MASH life slash future.
1: Oh, wow. Pressure. So
0: the first uh, one I'm going to give you is... Three movies that you can jump into. I'm going to assume you're not going to pick My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Three movies you can jump into, and you're not reliving the plot, but you're just in that space with those characters, like being in that world and just enjoying it whenever you feel like it.
1: Okay. I mean, just for the Greek food alone, I could have done My Big Fat Greek. Just for Euros alone, I could have done it. Um,
0: Fair, and you still can. Like
1: I could have just been a guy at at the restaurant. That's a good point.
0: Oh look they're falling in love
1: again. Ooh You're more right. tzatziki sauce. Uh all right. Uh three movies that I can jump into and just live amongst that world. Yeah. That I would like is it that I would like to or that I could yeah, do it like because of the characters.
0: No, it's like you would like to. It's like I'm going to I want to go on a break from my own reality and I just want to dip into this okay. world and just like be in the space that this movie makes me feel or like just be like I'm so intrigued by this world okay. that's been created in this film and no harm can come to you so if you're into like the weird vibe of a horror movie like i'm not gonna get you killed
1: yeah but then you'd have to live with the stress of being in a horror movie 100 couldn't agree unless more unless you were the murderer me, uh, me. i think okay you know what just let's go uh, uh, gleaming the cube
0: oh there we are just, Love it.
1: Always wanted to be good at skateboarding. I always wanted to be better at bicycles, but uh, I think Gleaming the Cube's the best of the action sports films. No offense Love to it. my fans of the movie Rad out there and Lori Laughlin. Pre uh, pre college scandal, Lori Laughlin.
0: Yeah, what about Quicksilver? Speaking of cycling. Quicksilver, that
1: was the bicycle messenger guys. They yeah. were still at work, you know. I like bikes, but it's, it's also my job. I just You're want right. Gleaming the Cube. I would be sad that Christian Slater's brother and the weird terrorist plot <laughs> i just want i just want to skate with all the bones brigade guys and
0: that's what you get you don't have to worry about that side of it i could Cube, say yeah
1: i could just say search for animal chin i could just go straight powell perel to skate movie but we won't do that okay so okay we got, we okay got, we, got, we got we got that one uh just jumping to mind i i know it was, a, it was a book first but let's throw high fidelity in there it's great. chicago yes. it's the yeah. music scene absolutely it's the it's the early aughts, late 90s, early aughts. I could just be about that. That's what I could be about. 100%. Uh, just being, in, being back in the town. And then, oof, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go North Shore. We're going back to another action movie. Great. I forget everybody's name in that movie, but kid from Arizona who becomes a surfer. I don't know if you're familiar. Scratch North Shore. Scratch it.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh. Okay.
1: Back to the beach.
0: Late incoming back to the beach.
1: I forgot. I forget about back to the beach. It's got surfing. Is that Rodney right? Dangerfield? No, it is. <laughs> okay, that's, ba- that's back to school, which <laughs> okay, I could I also I be. Thought in.
0: He did a series.
1: I could also do back. No, back to the beach is a uh, Frankie Avalon on a Netflix Oh,
0: okay, got it. Yes, 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 yes. But in
1: the eighties, it was like like how they remade yes. Twenty One Jump Street. Self Yes. They did yes. it first.
0: Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Yes, so, yes, yeah, that that's a oh, it was around the same area of the new Leave It to Beaver, if memory serves. Speaking bit, of yeah. rebooting, yeah. like you love these characters as kids in this environment. Guess what? They still are in this environment for you.
1: Yeah, and the adults got it, but you had Dick Dale, you had Pee Wee Herman, you had all kinds of weirdos in that movie.
0: Yeah, I totally uh, forgot about Back to the Beach. Clearly, since I thought it was Back to School. Uh,
1: Lori Loughlin, I got two Lori Laughlin.
0: Yeah, you keep packing Rad in, Rad in the was Lori. Lori Loughlin. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Uh, next one, let's do three foods that in this reality, maybe it's just like it was a neighborhood slice that you can't, you know, you can't get unless you're there or it doesn't exist anymore, or just like something that you would love to have tons of, but it's not healthy for whatever reason. This is like, we've removed all of that. There's nothing bad for the environment. There's nothing bad for you. Three foods you can have whenever you want.
1: Sure, okay. Uh, Jumbo chili dog with cheese and onions from Portillo's. Great. Pretty much anywhere that does gyros. Yeah, that cuts them off the thing, cuts them off the the spindle. Yeah. Which is just, it's just pretty much a lamb hot. It's one big lamb hot dog. It'll be <laughs> a theme. It's a theme. Always get, sa- always get the tzatziki on the side, though. They slather it too much. I love it, but they always put too much on there. Yeah. Um, one, two, and then a third one. Fresh, sour patch, sour gummy bears, like out of the bin. Like, Fresh, you know when you- well cuz you know when you yep. can scoop them and they're hard and you can get yes. an even scoop versus when you dive in yeah. and it's yes. just a soft push yes. cuz they're all brand new that some of that.
0: Wait, are they Sour Patch Kids or what would you say Sour Patch? No,
1: sour gummy bears. The gummy
0: bears. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sour gummies. Yes. No
1: shade okay. on no no shade on the kids, but uh, the the bears are. <laughs> the bears rule.
0: Understood. Understood. Okay. Next one, let's do three skills. Uh, you, you brought it up a little bit with uh, with the with the skateboarding thing, but three skills, okay. the real life skills that we can sort of implant into you, Matrix style, where you wake up and you're just like an expert.
1: Truly surfing. I Great. wish I could surf. I wish I could shred on guitar. Shred. Great. Great. Not just like play guitar. Not just
0: know like, what a D is, but also no, shred. Sh- like
1: sh- like whale. I wish yes. I could whale on guitar. Great. Everything I want is just what's a 13 year old
0: 1991 why the, trying to do? <laughs> it's a bash game. Are you kidding me? It's built for that. Okay. It's, it's, and an o- it's, it's celebrating I, that.
1: Yeah. And another skill. I mean, those are the two. Like, what's the <laughs> third one even?
0: I love it. Number three is going to be a throwaway.
1: Wish you could, like, uh, like drive a, like a drift car. Great. I'm just get, like it just love seems it. like. Yeah. Like fast and furious kind of guy, yeah. Game. Stunt, stunt driving, stunt, stunt driving. driving. That's Great. Where, that's where we're going. Yeah. Uh,
0: all due respect to the misses. Uh, in this alternate universe, perhaps your paths just don't cross. Uh, but three people, living, dead, any age, any era, uh, characters, characters from books, comic books, cartoons. Don't care, anybody. Three, and this is romance or sexy times. I'm not dedicating your life to this person.
1: What was that when I was a little kid? Was it a crush on uh, Carrie Green from the Goonies? Yeah. I was also a child. Lucas, if memory serves. Lucas filmed a town over from where I grew up. Nice. And and, uh, something called, no, it's a weird movie called, a a TV show called Birds of Paradise. I think that was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Fuck. Can I change one of my movies? Yeah. Can I put Can't Hardly Wait in there?
0: Oh, sure, sure. What do you want to pull out, though?
1: Take out keep back to the beach keep can't hardly wait and keep uh take out high fidelity great yeah as a a child it was that it was carrie it was carrie green great let's go you know what one did it for me like out of like where you're just like what was um angela bassett yeah was it free jack
0: Oh was shit! Free Jack. That sounds right. With uh, wasn't Mick Jagger also in Free Jack?
1: she wasn't in Free Jack. She was in some future or like movie.
0: uh or like virtuosity or it was that era, right? That it, like it was like some, yeah, we're all gonna turn, live in VR, kind of turn like. of the century. Yeah.
1: Strange days.
0: Strange days.
1: Ninety-five. Yes.
0: God, that is such an era of that kind of movie.
1: Yeah. That was Such supposed to be Iraq. set in 1999 from 1995. Amazing. In, in, in four <laughs> amazing. years' time from that movie, we are supposed to be able to upload memories <gasps> yeah, to our, our brains. What uplo- an optimistic. Upload our
0: consciousness. Yeah. Very
1: optimistic. Oh,
0: amazing. Oh, God. Okay, great. Straight cheese. This is, that's very and, pleasing uh, to me. Great.
1: Only because it's hilarious and it's about what if paths had crossed for my third pick. Great. I remember unloading my amp from uh, my trunk to play a show at a place called, called The Big Horse in Chicago. It was a taco restaurant that had a stage in the back, and it was a real dump. Uh-huh. But it was, it was right next to a place called The, the Double Door. But it was, a pretty, it was a pretty legendary venue in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. And a very like, like an elegant woman. Like I still felt like a kid. I still just felt like I'm just an idiot, drunk, dirty,
0: Sure. <laughs> taking my amp out of
1: the trunk. And a, an elegant woman was walking her dog, like a nice, like a, just a classy woman. She's like, "Oh, you a musician?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, you playing at the you playing at the double door tonight?" And I was like, I could have lied, and so I'm like, "No, no, but uh, <laughs> behind this taco restaurant, there's like a bar." And I'm playing in there, and she's like, "Oh, let's go, okay." But uh, yeah, just what if that? Great, what, what if it. that would have went down?
0: <laughs> I love elegant woman. That's fantastic, and that is a great story. Okay, what if beautiful. I got pretty?
1: What if I got pretty manned Yeah, you pretty got pretty woman. manned. She's I like, could have got. Maybe I would have gotten. Me. Pre- yeah, I just wanted come to get pretty, me. pretty fella. you know?
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, uh, next one. Let's do those uh, those non-real life skills.
1: F- a fly. Yeah. Oh, it, it fly. Of course fly. Yeah, great. Um, impervious to temperature. Great. I almost said juggling, but people juggle. <laughs> people already juggle.
0: <laughs> it can be, I'll be honest with you, And I did just have this conversation with a friend who does juggle. And I was like, please don't try to teach me how to juggle. You don't understand. I was a theater major. I I was taught, quote unquote, to juggle like five times. Mm. Every class involves juggling. I cannot juggle. (laughs) I don't want to. I can't. I can throw. It feels like, why would I have so many things in my hand? How about just two? Uh, One for each hand. Like, I just can't. My, what I have a, pretty good eye, hand-eye coordination. Hey. My brain shuts down at juggling. It shuts down.
1: What a great era of entertainment when it's like, oh, you're an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to dance. You got to sing. You got to juggle. Let me give know you a, these three hacky yeah. sacks. Show Better me know what a you couple got. of magic tricks. Like yeah. you got to do it all. Now yes. it's so specified. There's no. Yes. There's no uh, jack of all trades out there. Um. So those. Okay. So what did I say? Fly
0: impervious to temperature if, if impervious Love. to
1: temperature that just seems i mean i know you yeah. can get co- coats right i think it'd be cool i'll be able to hold your breath for a long time
0: oh sure then
1: if that went along with the flying and impervious to temperature then you can go to space
0: absolutely or into the ocean and or into hopefully the ocean. not get munched um yeah. t- talk about surfing okay all right uh i'm just putting breathe he will remember what that is. Unfortunately, now you've cracked wide open this idea that I am taking away from... You have to be a performer. Okay. You cannot be a musician or a comedian. Okay. Three types of performer that we will make Kyle Kinane, be it magician, juggler, mm-hmm. or insert any other form of performer slash entertainer here.
1: Can I be a juggling surfer?
0: 100%. Okay. I do want to see that great
1: because not only is the juggling on the surfboard you gotta like swim out there and not drop the pins or balls or whatever yeah you got.
0: that's extraordinary
1: so that alone you gotta s- swim out with a backpack full of stuff yeah and then like even the setup people don't realize the setup is half the thing all right so that's one i have to pick another one
0: you you're gonna get okay. one of three so oh i'm up. doing
1: three of them okay I mean, for as much as I like all the BMX bikes, the the circus, the circus bike people, like the the Russians that are just on the old ten speeds that are like three on top of each other. Yeah, yep. One of those. Great. I don't know which which person in the in the equation, but one.
0: Sir, I'm putting circus, circus cyclist.
1: More of a Cirque du Soleil kind of stunt circus, Great. not not like a with an old chair and a lion kind of uh-huh. thing. Not not that kind.
0: Absolutely, copy.
1: Oh, I'll be a. How about a wing walker?
0: <gasps> yeah. Let's throw more. Let's that's just keep rad. with the stunts. Let's yeah. keep with the
1: stunts. I would go to air shows a lot as a child. That's. You would know, always have somebody on the wing of a biplane, which all they did they just strapped them to it and they just yeah. stood there.
0: It still feels like, holy shit! I wouldn't do that.
1: I, yeah, I don't but think there's great. a sk- there's a skill set. It's just a willingness. Uh-huh. <laughs> again, again, it's more of like an evil can Like I'm going to drive <laughs> this my car over a bunch of school buses kind of dumb shit like Yeah. That. Yeah, that, okay.
0: I feel that takes skill. I feel that takes skill. Um, okay, uh, last two. Next one, we are going to do, I, we are going to do three bands. In this universe we're creating, you actually, in this for this section, you are a fantastic musician. You do okay. shred on guitar. You you do shred on guitar and three bands or like singer, song, whatever you want, three bands that you can perform with we can just like insert you, okay. and they love you, and they're so happy you're playing with them.
1: Oh my okay. Nineteen Eighties Sunset Strip, Guns and Roses,
0: great.
1: I think CBGB's era, Ramones,
0: great.
1: And then, honestly, any of the ba- I would go to these five dollar all ages shows at a place called the the Metro in Chicago is across from Wrigley field. And any of those $5 shows, I just saw like that, that place would just go so crazy with like, and just, and good vibes too. Like I'm not like a hippie grateful dead guy, but like as far as kids all getting tossed around, but nobody trying to hurt each other. Like that, like I look back at that as some of the best times that I had and the bands that facilitated that. Yeah. God, I mean, I'll, I'll say it's my, I mean, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Smoking Popes are one of my favorite bands of all times. Great. And uh, so, yeah, I'd like to be in them.
0: Okay, amazing. All right, perfect. All right, last category. Let's do three places in the world that you, were going to give you a second home, and you don't have to fly oh. there. We're going to, like, teleport you there.
1: It's all beach. Great. Every beach. Give me Kauai. Great. Kauai, small island, easily navigable. Navigable? Is that Na- a word?
0: Nav- navigatable, navigatable, navigable. Let's put it out there.
1: Navigable. See, Great. that's where you just go with confidence. Like you're wrong. All right, Great. fine, whatever.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: You're bothered about it, not me. <laughs> uh, I think I liked. Uh, I liked. I went to Rome a few years ago. I liked it there.
0: Great.
1: Let's let's throw that on there just for funsies. Give me a scooter. Give me a little coffee. It's in. And then put me back in Chicago only for the summertime. Great. Put me in there. Yeah. I got neighborhoods in mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. Summertime only. Don't get me out of there. October. Summertime only.
0: Summertime only. Okay. Uh, Pick a number for me between one and ten. Two. Great. All right. I am going to calculate. It's very scientific. I'm going to calculate what from each of these categories you get, we're going to build this life out for you. In the interim, could I implore to you to vamp? Could I ask you to tell people where they can find you? Could I ask you to tell people what they should be listening to, watching, enjoying of yours? Oh, Uh, sure. Right? I can vamp.
1: I was like, I was worried about vamp. I got confused with Vogue. I was like, Uh (laughs) probably not.
0: (laughs) Again this is an audio only podcast but it will make me do my job better if i can watch you out of the corner of my eye voguing. Just i would love frame, it.
1: framing my face um <laughs>
0: yeah
1: all right i'll vamp <laughs> i I will, I will i'll vamp i'll vamp rather than vogue but i'll Great. say very easily that it's Kyle Kinane across all social platforms which ones i entertain versus which ones i've abandoned uh-huh. uh, i got a new special called shocks and struts out on everybody's beloved youtube and uh that's that's the newest offering. And that's Great. about all I'm doing these days. I got a podcast with my pal Shane Torres called No Accounting for Taste, where we uh, play devil's advocate on malign subjects in the world and try Love to it. be positive.
0: Love you and Shane together. Fantastic. Yeah,
1: it's been difficult. We had to defend Kid Rock, we did not do a good job at it. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so we, we, we tried. Turns out he's tried. good. Turns out he uh, does fight for low ticket prices and doesn't sound like. All right. Well, there's a, we got. We found. We found a thing. Our producer Fantastic. Charlene found something for us.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. So. <laughs>
1: Have I vamped? It's always the most you comfortable you thing. Did, you You to totally do. killed
0: it. You totally killed it. You totally vamped. Uh, it was a favor to me. That's why I like to throw to it. It's we like, betcha. no, you did me a favor by promoting yourself. Thank you. It got me to this place. And I'm very mm-hmm. excited to bring you, my friend, uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on here. First, I want to congratulate you on your mansion in Rome. Hi, nice, don't mind if nice. I do. You you did not get a house, shack, or apartment. You went uh, full tilt boogie and got yourself a mansion tell, in tell Rome. Tell me it's because the
1: the Vatican went bankrupt and I had I got to buy it at cost. It
0: is because All the right, Vatican cool. went bankrupt. Uh, Even better. You also um, listen. Rome isn't Greece. Greece isn't Rome. However. You are supplied with as many unlimited, perfect euros with the tzatziki on the side that you Uh, could ever desire whenever you feel like it conjured, done, eating it delicious, enjoying it, lamb hot dog. Mediterranean, you're in that world with that vibe. Mm -hmm. Feels like a decent second home base for somebody who is a sort of Cirque du Soleil cyclist. Yeah. Uh, feels oh, they like they love it over there. Good, good point of origin. Yeah. You can get a lot of places easily. You are going to be doing some of that performing, a lot of uh, mind bogglingly beautiful, um, otherworldly, yet it's all practical uh, stuff happening. I do love the Cirque du Soleil for that reason, so I'm very excited to see you do that. That being said, the fact that you can also just pop over and play and I do mean shred with 80s Sunset Strip era, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Pretty sweet, man. Pretty sweet.
1: I wish one of my superpowers was not overdosing on heroin. <laughs> then I could have really <laughs> hung out with those guys.
0: You're not going to because where you get another one of your rushes when you're not doing all of this, and this is actually going to help you in the cycling uh, in Cirque du Soleil arena too. Okay. I could see you branching out a little bit from just cycling in that environment because you can, in fact, fly. So. Yeah. You're going to be incorporating some light flying to some heavy flying into almost everything I've just described, up to and including. You're a master surfer. You're an amazing surfer. But should you need to just like zing out through the air, also an option.
1: There's no wipeouts because I, f- I can no fly.
0: Although, if I could be the devil's advocate for a moment, sure. It's th- some of those wipeouts are what make you appreciate all those waves you get that aren't wipeouts. <laughs>
1: That's true. I can't use flying as an excuse, as a bailout. I'd be be shortchanging my experience.
0: That's right. That's right. And that's just one gal's opinion who doesn't surf, but you can do all that. You also can jump into gleaming the cube, use some of the, all of those skills and techniques you got. I mean, you are a very athletically adept, graceful creature in this alternate universe. You that's are surfing. Truly is an you are cycling. Universe. You are a circus <laughs> performer. You can fly. I mean, this is and, and you're also like this expert skateboarder whenever you pop into gleaming the cube. It is no wonder at all that Strange Days era Angela Bassett cannot get enough of you. Cannot get yeah. enough. Right?
1: Me and AB kicking it.
0: I mean, that's that's a pretty sweet that's I. I feel like you, I want you to walk away from this podcast feeling like this mash universe is, mwah, chef's kiss. You did great.
1: Angela Bassett's dating that circus that surfing <laughs> circus clown <laughs> who can fly.
0: I don't think I have ever seen that guy without a euro clutching his fist. Man, put, put what that, is up with that guy? In put Euros? that on
1: the cover of your Us Weekly. <laughs>
0: Oh man, this uh was a joy. I was very very excited to get to have you on the podcast. Um cannot tell you enough how great I think you are. And uh oh, and damn. so this was this was this was really fun. Thanks for Thank you for having for me. spending a little time with me.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it. We'll see you at the next sketch fest maybe. I'll
0: see you at the next sketch fest. Um yeah. Back, back, live and in person. Thank God. I'll, I'll get one
1: of those. I'll get one of those fantasy skills down by then.
0: Oh, good. Probably, okay.
1: Probably not flying, but keep I, it a surprise. I, don't I tell you. me. Keep it a surprise. Oh, all right, all right, all right,
0: all right. I'm leaving it open that you might be flying. Keep it as a okay. surprise.
1: All right. Fair enough. Sounds good.
0: Awesome. Uh, everybody else, I will talk to you next week on the podcast. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi.
1: Hey, remember when we could save kittens from trees Or lunch on skyscrapers Bring the villains to their knees Maybe we should some place no time seems
0: to go and get us back
1: Maximum Fun Comedy and Culture, artist owned. Audience supported.